This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 76, with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Gustafsson Mayo. How did you know my middle name? Oh, it's a it's a talent I have. Yeah, for a while I went by JG. <laughs> JG Mayo. I like that. Yep. JG J. It's just Gustafsson is so long. Yeah, it is. It is. Did you ever watch? Um, <laughs> here we go. Those Wes Anderson movies. Did you ever watch like um, uh, what's the one? The Fantastic Mr. Fox. No. What? What? No. You asked. I, I've not. Do you know what, what it is? I've heard of it, but that that's as far as it goes. It's like the clip. Are you a fan of Wes Anderson movies? Mm, I don't think I could name one. Uh, <laughs> like I'm thinking Wes Craven. <laughs> the, no, no. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. You have the... Oh, what is the one about the family? The, uh, the Royal Tenenbaums... No, I'm not. Never watched any of that genre. Okay. All right. All right. Well, were well, you going somewhere with that? Well, that's this is a dumb conversation. So oh no! Go ahead. Where where were you going to take this? If I would have answered, well, Gustafsson, I think is one of the characters on Fantastic Mr. Fox. I was going to ask you if it was a good movie because I like it, but Miss Jacqueline, she says nay. Oh, it's like a claymation fox and chicken and farmer thing. Like uh, Chicken Run. No, it's uh, it's much more actually probably artistic than that. Existential, I think, is what he does. So I'm not belittling Chicken Run now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, that masterpiece of cinematic adventure. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually that was actually uh, shot at a lower frame rate, I think, because they had to they didn't have time to finish it. Because the same guys who did that do Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Yeah. And so because it was so long, they had to shoot it at a lower frame rate to make to fill more time, I believe. They they actually did a uh, Tina Turner video, too. They, they did? The Wallace and Gromit people? They did. It what? was for In Your Wildest Dreams with Tina and Barry White. Oh. And uh, after it was made, Barry White saw it. And said, I do not approve. So it got shelved. <laughs> but Tina was fine with it? Well, yeah, because she's this little claymation female and he's a big guy. Oh, I gotcha. I <laughs> and gotcha. they weren't going to make him a little claymation guy. He was going to be a big claymation guy. But wow. it leaked out and I've seen it and it's really funny. <laughs> Wallace and Gromit are in it. They're bartenders. They're going to have to... You're going to have to send it to me. I like okay. it. It's like, Walrus, Gromit, would you like some cheese? It's Good fantastic. Impression. Good and, impression. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> for, our, for our listeners across the pond. Gromit. <laughs> it's all in how he does his teeth. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's kind of like he's chewing on them. Yeah. Yeah, almost as if. Yes. So what's new with you, man? Oh, what isn't new, really? 
Okay. Well, did we miss Tina Turner's birthday? When was this? Oh, that was the 26th uh, of November. Of November. Have we not recorded since then? We probably haven't. I don't believe we have. Well, happy Tina Turner birthday to you. A little bit belated. Yeah, 75. Whew, and still, those legs, still looking good. <laughs> <laughs> She's just sitting at home counting her money. Ugh. And her bootleg CDs that Jared has. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to come over here and count those. Right. 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 That's true. Yeah. When's the so last time she's on? been over to see you? You what now? When's the last time that she's been over to see you? Uh, 2008, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. It is. It's because she's done, you know. She's done with you? I think she's done with everybody. I don't. <laughs> think she's ever leaving our house again i was thinking about this this i I don't want to get sad on you but like 75 (laughs) you you think she she'll ever sing live again for an audience or i know i mean i really think she's just she's happy where she is um where is she switzerland she's in switzerland and she's there's been a couple different events that she's just taped things for from her house and they've played the video there and now that I think she's figured that she never has to leave, she can just tape a hello or goodbye from her kitchen. She's never leaving. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I might do that too. You no. Yeah, I might just live in my kitchen. No, nah, nah, I don't like like my kitchen that much. I might live in my living room. You maybe could live in the barn. Who knows? Now nah, you're you like people. Oh, I think yeah. you want to get out. Well, I didn't. I'm not saying that Patina Turner doesn't like people though. Well. I think if you liked people more, you'd want to leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> so a buddy of mine, is uh, he's exploring job options, and one is in Indianapolis, and he said, oh, if I move up there, how far away would I be from Jared? Yeah, he texted me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, dude, we have snow. <laughs> That's enough reason to never come here. I told him that uh, that uh, DCBS was right next to him, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean, if that's probably the only positive, though. <laughs> I told him, do not leave. And he was like, well, I got to support my family. And I was like, uh, details. We have <laughs> snow. <laughs> don't come. You don't like snow? Oh, snow is awful. It's just horrible. Do you have snow right now? No, we're supposed to get some in two days. Oh, no. Christmas yes, Eve. I know. I'd love to drive in it. <laughs> why don't you? Uh, why don't you come down here? We're not going to be using our house. Where are you going to be? We're going to San Antonio to visit Jackie's familia. So you would want me to come and stay in your house while you're not there? Well, right. Then that way the kids aren't there to bother you. Uh, well, wouldn't the point of coming down there be to see you guys? To see me, but I know. I mean, I have more kids. There's three of them. And You've had more kids since we talked last? No, 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 no. There's three children. There's only one adult, one of me. And so I know that those odds. Because well, what when is you, Jackie? When you go on vacation. But what is Jackie? She's, she's, she's transcendent above humanity. <laughs> she's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so when do you guys leave? Uh, why? Are you going to rob us? Oh. You know, I might send my people over. We're we're leaving on Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. What is it, a two or three hour drive? 
it's a ten hour drive, I believe. Holy cow! <laughs> it's a two or three hour drive. No, uh-uh, it's ten. Ten hours. I guess they thought I thought they lived on the east side. No, San Antonio. It's the middle. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Or the west side. West side. <laughs> no. Why don't you fly? Oh, uh, it's, it's it's so expensive, man. Yeah, but can't you put the kids on your lap? No, uh, not when they reach like a certain <laughs> age, right? I think it's like two. <laughs> So well, what, what's going could, on with you? Wait, I don't want to talk about this. This is going to lead down some dark paths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so are you going to have fun with her family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going there. I was <laughs> just... say, the new kid that you've got, maybe you could put that one on your lap. Well, that's not going to save the other three children any Little money. Jared Jr. Oh, my goodness. No. Why would we? I think that's a great name. I love you picked that out for him. Wait, you want other people's kids to name their kid? Jer- you want other people to name their kids Jared, and you're not even sure if you're going to have a Jared Junior. Well, he, well, that's the whole reason they should name their kid Jared Junior. Because I mean, you got to keep this going somehow. Well, yeah, and then just like because I'm just an awesome friend and person and all around human, that you would want to name your kid after me. All right, let me ask you a totally different question. Uh, how do you catalog? Your how do you keep track of your collection? Oh, good segue. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I use my brain. Okay, I used that up until um, probably about two years ago. Right. What happened then? Uh, it just all disappeared. Your brain disappeared. Like my memory, it just vanished. Like I can't remember any of the stuff that I have. Okay. So. I keep uh, a paper log, uh, a digital log, and a picture log. Oh, interesting. Okay, so your paper log, what information do you track? Uh, Just the stuff that I'm looking for. Oh, so you have a checklist that you mark off. For my my floppy issues, I just have a piece of paper that has stuff that I'm looking for to complete my collection. Okay, so what about your digital? What, What do you keep track of? Uh, digitally, I have a list of all the trades I own, alphabetical <laughs> by by type, like X Men, alphabetical Avengers, alphabetical Spider Man, alphabetical. Not chronological. Um, just for the X Men, are they chronological? They're chronological for X Men, and they're alphabetical for the rest. Why? Because I know the X-Men a lot better than I know the other stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes so sense. I know if something's missing. Yeah, so usually I, I've, I've, keeping, I've kept track of what issues are in trades chronologically so that I know exactly which trades to buy. But I have not, for some reason, I haven't kept track of what I actually own, just what's out there, what, what has been published. Oh, so like uh, just everything that's ever been made. Well, in certain categories, like in Amazing Spider-Man and Superior Spider-Man. And... Yeah, Wikipedia is a pretty good resource for that. I yeah. type in, uh, like, you know, you type in X-Men and then you click, click Collected Editions, and it tells you everything that's been collected. Oh, yeah, you, yeah you've told me that before. All right, so what about your picture? What do, you, do you really use that as a reference, or do you use that just to show off? No, I take 
I take my my phone and I take a picture of my trades on the shelf so that visually I can look at that when I'm at the store or at the show and make sure I've got what I've got or what I don't have. So not the front cover, just the spines? Just the spines, yeah. Hmm. Huh. But the thing the the problem is like I've got all these little collectibles on the shelf in front of them. So I found myself many a times at like Books a Million or whatever and I can't tell because there's a little statue of Human Torch in front of the Wolverine and the X-Men books. So I don't know if it's volume 6 or volume 7 I'm looking for, you know. So why don't you do the how do you how do you go through those on your phone? Like are those do you have folders on your phone for certain pictures or is it just a free for all? Uh it's just a free for all. Uh... But I update my pictures uh if I know I'm going to like when I go to Gem City in March, I'll update my pictures. And uh, and I've always got the the digital one updated when I need it. Just visual. I'm just a visual guy, so that helps me a lot more if I can just know. I'm looking for a, a an edition of Wolverine and the X Men. I go to my picture, I look and I see which sides I have, and I pick it up. Hmm. What right. do you do? Well, I was thinking. I'm trying to figure out how to do it because this is the first time this has actually happened to me. I went to. Second to Charles, which is owned by Books A Million, and it's kind of like a half-price books. And so I started looking through the trades, and I saw a couple trades for five bucks. And I was like, well, I have a rule. Any trade, five bucks and under, I have to buy. (laughs) It's just the rule. It's a rule in my life. So, you know. Made by myself. We all live by rules. We all. Even if I don't want it, I've got to get it. I actually... Well, you never know when you're going to give it as a gift or sell it or whatever. (laughs) So, don't make me sound stupid. I'm not. I'm just wanting you to hear what you're saying. Okay. So, anyway, I started looking through all the shelves and I found, like, probably 26 of them for $5 or less. There was one for six, but it completed the uh, Cable vs. Deadpool. Cable and Deadpool. Ooh, nice. Hmm. Which I actually really like that story. That's Fabian Nice Nicesa. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I read that, and I got I got a lot of those. But then I started looking at the Avengers, the Bendis Avengers ones, and then I started to get confused. And I was like, Oh no, I can't remember if I have these. And so lying in bed, pondering the world, I was thinking. There's got to be some sort of app out there that, you know, goes up against a database of what's been published. And I was trying to figure out the best way to do that and the most efficient. And if you're typing in the title and the series, the way I record them isn't necessarily the way Comixology records them or the way that, you know, Wikipedia records them or anything like that. Or even Marvel. Um, and so I was trying to figure out what would be the best way. And I figured out the barcode or the UPC or I, I, ISBN. Yeah. And so I started looking around for an app that did that, and there is one. It's fifteen bucks though, and apparently oh no, there's a free one. There's a free one that you can scan the UPC and then it'll catalog it. Yeah, I had it on my other phone. Is it on Apple iTunes? Uh, it's a Droid app. So no, <laughs> because then when my phone switched over, it didn't switch with it. And I wasn't about to try and scan, you know, 500 trades all over again. This, it's, uh, I, I read some of the reviews and they said that they could do 
they did uh, a couple thousand in under an hour. Oh, well, not with the app I was using. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> but it was free, so. Right. Because you get what you pay for. You do. So anyway, I was thinking about getting that. And then when we're going to San Antonio with Jackie's family, there's going to be this gift card exchange thing instead of presents. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to buy it, but then I thought, well, maybe there's going to be an iTunes gift card there. And if so, I'll wait and pick that up. Hmm. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was very successful when I had it. It was wonderful. Just so good. And then it didn't switch. So. so wait a minute. Okay, so it was free and you can't rescan them, but you'd rather take all these pictures? Oh, no, you can re... Yeah, I got a new phone, so I'd have to download the app again and then go through and rescan all 500 trades. Okay, so it didn't hold the data on the... No on the website or a database somewhere it held it on my other phone oh okay this talks back to a database so that you can look it up online i think i gotcha so when i'm purchasing comics at work (laughs) (laughs) no that might be a good investment for you so did you end up buying all 26 oh yeah okay good (laughs) i didn't want you to break your rule no no i don't break rules so you spent 130 bucks Plus tag. Yeah. Yeah. But some were less than $5. So I spent $126 or something. And what would you say? What's probably like the gem? Uh, Siege was in there. I didn't have that. Really? Yeah. Um, A couple of... uh, Well, probably the, the majority of the collection of Deadpool Cable, which I probably wouldn't have bought on my own, but I do like that story a lot. Have you? Did you read that? I've got... I think there are like seven or eight trades, and I think I have five or six of them. Okay, but you haven't read it yet? No. It's I got the whole thing. It's actually a good read. It's well thought out. Okay. Well, I have to, I have to get those other two. I mean, clearly. If, I, if it turns out I have copies, I know who you can buy them from. <laughs> those will be $18, Jared. <laughs> Cover price. So are, how many trades would you say you have? Oh, four or five hundred. Okay. And how are you storing yours? We, I probably told you this, but we decided to put our marriage to the test <laughs> and build bookshelves. And uh, we're still married, so. Because you built a bookshelf? Um, because we didn't divorce over the actual building and cutting and nailing and screwing of the bookshelf oh. together yeah well that's what ikea is for right right swedish crap did you like make it yourself yeah yeah oh she, yeah. she wanted built-in bookshelves so like attached to the wall okay and i said the only way i'm gonna do this is if you do it with me and it took a while but we did it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that i'm not that good at that but i'm learning how to do these things and so where are these bookshelves? In the homeschool room, attached to the wall, above the piano. Nice. So in the room where your children are learning education, instead of looking at a library of, like, you know, uh, you know Charles Dickinson and stuff. Charles Dickinson. Dickens. Dickens, too. Learning education, Charles Dickinson. Yes, go <laughs> on. They can see Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. <laughs> it works so well for you. <laughs> 
That's awesome. I'll come teach your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, you need to take pictures and send me. <coughs> send to me. I will send you pictures. You should. I didn't realize you had that many. I didn't think it was that big of a collection. Yeah, my my single issues are only like two, one and a half long boxes. But my uh, my, my trades, I have a ton of trades. So. But that's because you're a good guy and you give away your your floppies. Yeah, yeah, I gave away three more the other day. This kid was so excited. All right, now, th- these latest givings aways, are they to random kids or kids you've known or, or what have the latest ones been? This mom came up to me and said, my son is really into comics, but, you know, I'm looking at the library and, you know... I- I don't think these are good to read at all. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, you have to definitely be careful because the kid is five. And so I, she said, are there any out there that are age-appropriate? I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig some up for you. So I ran into a few issues of uh, Marvel Age Spider-Man, and so I snatched them up and gave them to her. So, I mean, but so was this lady a random lady or someone you knew? No, someone from church. Okay, so then... What do you do with the other ones? Like, a lot of the Marvel titles aren't necessarily something I'd give to kids. The well, I mean, if if I think that the like it adds to my collection, like if if you pull out any book that I have, any floppy that I have, it will be either fantastic art or a good read. Yeah. So anything that is subpar. I don't have. If it's like part of the story and uh, the story overall is fantastic and it's just a so-so issue, I'll still keep it. But um, those I give away or, you know, I got with one of our buddies, uh, with Gary, when I buy them from DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, um, he gets the paper copy and I get the digital code. Okay. Yeah. So I don't I don't keep those. That makes more sense because I was I was just thinking because I've got the same thing with my nieces and nephews is I want to give them books but the books that I get I just I can't give them I can't have Uncle Jared be the one that gave them you know Uncanny X Force where every other word Psylocke says has, is blacked out. Right. Well, I you think know? there's wrong with this copy. Uh... Yeah. Why is it blacked out? <laughs> I don't know why the kids talk like Disney characters, but. <laughs> Why, Jared? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about your kids? Are what, are they reading any comics right now? Miss Felicity, my oldest, has just asked again to read my volume one uh, hardcover of Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Uh-uh. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I told her no because what she doesn't know is that for Christmas I purchased... Every single issue, except issue 16, of Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Aww. And so when she opens it, she'll have her very own copies, but she's missing one so that she can start to hunt for it and keep on the lookout (laughs) so that maybe she'll get bit by the bug. Bed bugs? Well, no, no, no. Not fleas either this time. This time. This time. (laughs) That's awesome. What a great idea, man. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, should be fun. I, I'm really looking forward to giving her that one. That's cool. So uh, that's really really cool, man. 
any other Marvel-related presence under the tree for the girls? For the girls, no. No, uh-uh. Uh, I got a Spider-Man belt. Um, for who? No, somebody gave it to me. To use on the girls? No. <laughs> no. What the heck? No. <laughs> anything Marvel is what I'm talking about right now. Oh. Um, uh... Gary sent me a, a Spider-Man or a Venom wallet. Whoa! For my birthday. That's so that, sweet. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's the cover to. Um, you remember that tsunami run, the Venom tsunami run? Yeah. It's the cover to the second trade run. The covers were were gorgeous. The inside was junk. Uh, the inside was Herrera, I believe. Well, the right the story was just. Yeah, the story was bad, which is sad because it's Daniel Way. And, the, and you would see the covers, and then you'd open it and be like, where's the stuff from the cover? Yeah, it was a lot different. Where is Venom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel Way did a, a killer Ghost Rider run, and I know Scott would disagree with me on that. Uh, <laughs> he did... He did that whole uh, Wolverine Origins, which even though it piggybacked off the Lupine stuff, it actually tried to make sense of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did that Deadpool run that was so good. So so you've got no other Marvel things for the girls or Jackie? No. I mean, we're limiting it to like three pl- three presents each. So Okay. For each kid or for each spouse? <laughs> for each kid. For each kid and actually spouse. Too. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. So they're getting cowboy boots. Actually, just work boots around the house so they'll stop using mine. <laughs> uh, I got each of them a used iPod Touch second generation. Oh, God. Nice. Yeah. 40 bucks, man. Not bad. So you're giving them gifts so they'll stop using your stuff. Comics, so they'll stop reading yours. Boots, so they'll stop wearing yours. Right. right. If I could give them each their own bathroom, then I'd be set. Do you have one bathroom in the house? We got two and a half. We purposely bought a house with three different bathrooms, and they're still in mine. Why? I don't know. I don't know, and I kick them out every time. What are you doing in here? Oh, I was going to use the bathroom. I was maybe going to take a bath. No. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) What in the world? They know they're not supposed to. (laughs) Obviously, you're going to have to use that Spider-Man belt on them. I'm like, how come there's a million towels hanging up in my bathroom? (laughs) Oh, we took a bath. No, that is not allowed. (laughs) Go bathe somewhere else. (sighs) Now, do you share with Jackie, or is this just Andy's bathroom? I share with her Okay. sometimes. Yeah, we take turns, obviously. And then they have... One and a half bathrooms of their own. That they could use at any time. <laughs> yes. I don't understand how it's how it's that difficult to. Oh, I, I found. I don't know what I was doing. I found myself in my parents' room and suddenly I had to use the latrine. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's. I could I could stand almost anywhere in my room and point to the door and and you could see the the bathroom that they're allowed to use. <laughs> <laughs> Right there, kids. How much longer till you have a teenager? Oh, oh, it's 
five and a half years. Oh, really? Yeah, she's nine. No, oh, oh she's nine. So that's less. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So what is that? Two and a half years, right? It's it's probably because you've been reading those Charles Dickinson books. <laughs> Charles Dickinson. I I'm really good at math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is it? Thirteen. Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna get this right. Okay. <laughs> if she were ten, it would be three years, <laughs> right? Yeah. She's nine and a half, so three and a half years. People are gonna be shouting at the, their headphones, going, "No, not two and a half! What's wrong with you?" <laughs> yes, please call in and uh, let us know what you thought about Andy's math. <laughs> don't, don't call. In. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what we're talking about. Discount comic book service. <laughs> DCBService.com. That's where you need to go to get all your trades from their sister site, Inside Trades, all their single issues. They're 40% off, man. Why would you get them anywhere else? Why would you pay $4.99 for a comic? You're insane. Go there, get 40% off that cover price, show the man what's what. Do it. Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. They come delivered to your door in pristine condition. They email you when they send the package. You know what's going on. They give you a tracking number. You can mark the whole thing. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Their website is www.crpsavings.com. And Community Retail Partnership is a discount-based membership program for all of your supplies that you need to purchase through Office Depot. It's just a membership card for $39. It gets you discounts for your entire life, uh, for the lifetime of the program, for everything that you could use from uh, K-cups to coffee and cleaning supplies and paper. It's a great, great service, community retail partnership. And then we're also sponsored by Michael Webb Solutions. They That site and business is run by Darren, who is our SEO guy, does all of our help on Facebook and our website. Um, and that's what Michael Web Solutions does. If you need help with getting your website out there, with uh, getting your name out there for your small business, go to michaelwebsolutions.com. Did you just say that they could, they'll use it their whole life for the rest of their life? It's a good mem- membership for the rest of their life? And then I said, comma, the lifetime of the program. <laughs> comma, which you didn't yeah. hear. No, well, there was a pause. There was a pause. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you were sure. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> because, it's like, I mean, you might, I don't know. I think it's probably, it's more so for your life. It's it's not going anywhere. Oh, I used a lot of that. Jackie doesn't know this, but I got her all, like, organizational supplies and uh, office supplies for Christmas. Oh, as, really? As one of the gifts. Yep. And I saved a ton of money using my CRP savings. So, CRP stuff. Is that three gifts or all three gifts were those? That is one. I went with categories. We had a spending limit, but I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> and so, um, no, that's one. The, she told me a long time ago, the best gifts for her that I found are the ones where she says it one time six months ago. She's like, you know what I want for Christmas? I want a bunch of organizational supplies for the homeschool stuff. And maybe some some office supplies, like a good stapler and a good. So I was like, oh yeah, maybe. And then I ran to the room and wrote it down. Uh huh. 
And so now I, I have that, and she has no idea because she hasn't mentioned it since. Those so are the best gifts. The trick is that hopefully she'll remember that she said it one time. <laughs> because yeah, if, she, bad. if she doesn't, it's going to be like, why did you get me this? All oh, right. You can email us at morrow616politics at gmail.com. Visit our amazing website, marvel616politics.com. Follow us on Twitter at 616politics. that it? Those are mine. I thought you had three. I did. Twitter, email, and the webpage. Oh, now your lack of counting has come over to me. (laughs) All right. You can also look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash marvel616politics. We post and interact with everybody every day. So jump on there and look for us on Facebook, marvel616politics. You can also... Look us up on YouTube and on Instagram. Both of our handles are Marvel616Politics. You can also give us a call uh, with a question, a comment, a witty retort, if you will, at 616-755-TINA. You leave a message, and if it's appropriate, we'll play it on the air. (laughs) If it's appropriate, yes. Yes, I needed to add that caveat. Right. I mean, we don't get many that are not appropriate. and we, we hardly get any hate mail, so that's good. <laughs> but the hate mail we do get, we enjoy. Mm. It is a good romp. It shows someone's listening. <laughs> I hated when you said, you know what, we don't actually get, I, I think only once. So, twice, now that I think about it. Uh, and they were great. <laughs> and I loved them. And then we've actually got quite a few I've just protected you from them. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And after uh, the counting fiasco, I'm sure we'll get more. Uh, I'll, I'll probably go through them and be like, oh, there were only two. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent timing, Andy. Two and a half. All right. Let's take this uh, on the road. <laughs> that would be great. The Marvel 616 Politics Traveling Podcast Show. And how would we do this? We would go to the best of the best comic book shops around America. And do episodes there. I would be for that. We could do that. Or even if we could work out something with Wizard World and just go to all those. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, our our fan base is, is, I mean, we're making tons of money and we have a ton of fans. (laughs) Hey, what's going on with the shirts, man? We Well, before you say, I know you were being sarcastic, but we are only 10 away from 1,600 likes on Facebook. That is pretty impressive. Um, The T-shirts have been delivered today. Yes! December, what is today? December 22nd. Um, they were misprinted. And so that's why they're, they've taken a little bit longer than what we anticipated. So they were misprinted, <laughs> and we said that's not going to work. So they fixed the shirts, and my wife is actually picking them up tonight um, from Darren. That's fantastic. So are we mailing them to every single person? Yes. As soon as uh, she brings them back. I probably won't mail them out tomorrow uh, because they're just going to get lost. Well, not lost, but I actually I might mail them out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I went to the post office today and everyone in the city of Fairborn was there. Yes. Uh, but I, I go, went to I the post the... office on Saturday and I witnessed a verbal altercation between the postal worker and the person in line. Oh, it was boy. great. Who won? Uh, the postal worker said, we're closed, sir. You need to get out. 
And so <laughs> I didn't get to see the whole rest of it. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Well, that's a story in and of itself. But we need to get on because this is supposed to be a short episode and, <laughs> and I, we are in trouble. All right. So comics. Let's hit some comic stuff. We would basically we wanted to record just a little something before Christmas, and I'll have this up hopefully tomorrow, and uh, put it out there for everybody. I had a couple people asking, "Hey, where's the episode?" We're gonna do our awards and predictions episode in the new year uh, when we get back from our vacations and outings and everything else. But we wanted to talk a little bit about Time Runs Out, a little bit about Access, and catch up on news. And if we got time, some of the books that we're enjoying. So let's do it. Which one are you going to hit first, Time Runs Out or Axis? Oh, why don't we talk about Time Runs Out? Okay, all right. We are not covering Spider-Verse. We're going to cover that when we come back, just so everybody knows. We haven't forgotten. Time runs out. Now, I, I've heard a lot of feedback about this, how it is it is completely different from uh, Infinity. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got a different feel to it, not as steady of an artist. Uh, what are you thinking, man? Uh, it's... It's almost, I think, maybe the word is convoluted, maybe? I don't know. It's so intricate and detailed and big, big thoughts as opposed to maybe small. I don't know. It makes my brain hurt sometimes. I am totally loving this. It's Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but you're right. It is super complicated and super convoluted. Uh, it's really interesting to see... Captain America, now the bad guy, when last story arc, he was, like, going through time, being flung through time, and he was obviously the hero. Uh, I think it's cool how Iron Man is the key to this whole thing, and he's in prison. And you got the police state, and then you have the people that we're not even sure yet what they're trying to do, Reed. I like how they're incorporating Val, Valeria into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's really neat, and I like how the new Avengers. I still like how the two titles are interacting with each other, and I'm wondering if the title name New Avengers is going to have a different meaning meaning than what we thought originally. But basically, what's going on now for to catch everybody else up? You have the new Illuminati, which is uh, not Iron Man. He's He's probably with them if he wasn't incarcerated. You have them running around and trying to figure out still a way to stop the um, incursions, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Then you have the police state people. And this, again, we jumped eight months ahead. And I think we're down to five months left or four months left until everything catches up. Um, And then I think... um, we have old Captain America because of Remender. Thanks a lot, Remender. <laughs> um, he's probably like uh, he's in charge of Shield. It looks like he's got Sue working for him. He's got Maria Hill, right? Yeah, she, she's still in the picture. And they're trying to hunt down the Illuminati. Um, how are they dealing with the incursions right now? 
uh, Hickman has written so that the Cabal, uh, which is Thanos and some and Terax and some of the um, peep cast from Infinity, and are Namor. Go- oh, and Namor, yeah, yeah, are going out and just destroying every single world that comes into an incursion. So, in a writing sense, this has really bought Hickman some time to deal with other things while still saying that this is a big deal and this is a terrible thing. The last thing we saw was that um, Valeria told her dad that uh, you can't win, you need to figure out the best way to lose, I think. Is that right? I believe it was something along those lines. Or you can't win, you need to figure out how not to lose. I'm forgetting. Yeah, something like that. And so we have to figure out what that means. We have to figure out why... Um, certain people are hanging out with the Illuminati. Over in the New Avengers title, um, we have Thor and some other, uh, like Sunspot and Havoc, and they're kind of going across the dimensions to try to figure out what started the incursion. They run into the Black Knights or the Dark Knights or something, and it turns out that Stephen Strange is one of them. And after he went berserk after the first inclusion where they had to destroy, um, where the Illuminati had to destroy the world uh, that was coming and in, 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 um, encroaching on ours, he went off and kind of transcended time and dimensions and went out there and joined this group. But it sounds like he's been there for a long time, more than just eight months because it sounds like time is kind of subjective where he is. So very, very interesting. A lot going on there. Do you prefer one over the other? I I go back and forth over which title I'm liking more, at depending on what's going on. Right now, I think I like uh, Avengers proper, because it has to do with Reed and the new Avengers... I might have this backwards, though. No, I think I, you're right. The new Avengers one has to do with the sunspot, and I'm I'm less interested in that at this point. So, how about you? Yeah, I like the the team, the Earth team. That's kind of you know, like with Ms. Marvel and Spider Woman, and and they're going after Beast and Hulk and Mister Fantastic. I like that title. I think that's Avengers proper. Yeah, I think you're right. The new Avengers with, like, you know, flying across the universe and uh, dealing with the Ivory Kings and the Black Priests and the Black Swans and, like, oh, my gosh. It's just, it's too much for me. I don't really care for that. (laughs) No, I understand. There's, like, this alien race and that alien race, and they're all new and... But even though they're all new, they're more powerful than any other alien race, and they're more important, and they wrote this, and I'm like, no, no, no. I don't like it. See, that's what I really, really like. Oh, why? Why do I really like that? It makes the story seem bigger. And yet still believable. It's kind of confusing. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's supposed to be clear. Totally clear at this point. Well, I guess that kind of leads to a bigger question with, with Marvel, <laughs> just as a whole. I know this is not exactly what we're talking about, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. You know, Marvel's trying to streamline stuff and make things accessible and stuff. But if 
you know, if my nephew was, you know, say he was 12 and he went out and picked up Avengers, he would have no idea who these people were and what was going on and think that they misprinted what was inside the cover. That's that's probably true. And the only reason, I mean, it is such a good story and he is such a talented guy uh, that this kind of story as a flagship title during this era and the series of when they were you know when they're they are streamlining is odd right yeah but that makes me think that this giant story is going to be a mechanism for them to to switch things around and streamline everything oh yeah i definitely think this will deal with and i mean it is called time runs out you know and i think that has to do with a lot of the reboot or whatever Sadness is going to happen this summer, but I don't know. I've I've found myself many issues reading the whole issue and being like, oh, there were two characters in the whole issue that I knew, you know? Right, right. I just don't care about these yellow creatures with horns out the side of their head. <laughs> the ex-Nilo or Nihilo? Yeah, and then, but then you talked about a theory you had a couple episodes ago. About the builders and the creators and who that you think they really are and how that's going to play out. Yeah, I think that there's it's still a possibility, but because we I don't know if we I don't know if we ever saw the builders because the first couple issues it said that the builders sent these things, but then it kind of changed into well these are the builders. Do you remember that? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they changed halfway or if they said, you know what, this is too meta or we don't want to do this. Or, <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? But, I mean, we know that it wasn't supposed to be Captain... Well, we don't know that, but we know that Charles Xavier was supposed to be included, right? Yes. Yeah. That so is. that had to change. So. All right, uh, take us to Axis. What's going on there? Oh, Axis is just kind of a mess. Um <laughs> But basically, just to catch you up, uh, if you have not read anything yet, in a nutshell, Axis, um, Red Skull becomes Red Onslaught using a piece of, uh, using Charles Xavier's brain and a bit of his persona. Uh, he starts capturing mutants in Genosha. The heroes of the world come to take him down. Um, they are all taken out. And. Magneto recruits a bunch of villains to come and take Red Skull and his new adamantium sentinels down. Uh, they're ultimately defeated, but only because Doctor Strange—I mean Doctor Doom—and Scarlet Witch perform a spell that uh, inverts all of the people present. So the good guys are now not so good, and the bad guys are now much nicer than they've ever been before. <laughs> that's the the fr- foundational framework of Axis. Uh, jump to where we are right now. Um, little Evan has turned into Apocalypse, and he, along with the X-Men, have decided they do not want to coexist with the humans, so they have set a gene bomb in New York City that will go off and uh, take out everybody that does not have the X-Gene. The uh, so Avengers. like the opposite of the Terrigen mist that we just saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And uh, so then Spider-Man and Zenpool arrive to fight them and try and take down the gene bomb. Uh, Apocalypse kills Deadpool. We know he'll be back. Um, the Avengers show up. The good Avengers and the bad Avengers show up because Falcon has a team and Steve Rogers has a team of the villains. Uh, I don't know if you caught it or not in the last issue. Captain America wears his Captain America armor from the 90s. Oh, I did not catch that. He wore that uh, to keep himself alive during Ron Garney's run. No, I don't know if it was... I don't think it was Ron Garney. Let me take that back. Uh, He wore that in the 90s uh, to keep himself alive. And so now he's wearing it again. So that was kind of a cool nostalgic thing. And uh, kind of the big thing that happened was Scarlet Witch did a spell against all of her bloodline, and Magneto was not affected. So it's been revealed that Magneto is not the father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yes, because this hasn't happened before. So that kind of stunk. Well, why did they do that? You think they did that because of the movies? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if they turned them inhuman. How? Oh yeah, yeah. How could you? How could you even? But he is Polaris's. Yes, as of now. So, so stupid. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see so, if their father ends up being whoever their father may be in the movies. That's a shame. Yeah. Von Strucker. Could well, we don't know if it's going to be Von if. We know that he's kind of running the show, but we don't know that they are his kids in the movie. Right, right. Could be. But also Jarvis shows up kind of out of nowhere. We haven't seen Jarvis very much. And uh, he says that he uh, knows a way to stop everybody. And I kind of have a feeling that Jarvis might bite the bullet next uh, next issue. Well, that would be a huge blow to the Marvel Universe. Well, I think it would align itself with the cinematic universe if he were not alive. Right, and then they maybe could make a uh, like a construct or turn Jarvis into a being. A t- yeah, a talking Jarvis. Or a Jarvis that only talks in Iron Man's headset, you know? Well, Aunt May's gonna be sad. <laughs> she might be. <laughs> they dated for a while. But she's married to now. She's good to go. <laughs> All right, so what are your impressions about Axis? I'm super bummed. I was looking forward to this way over original. I mean, I was originally looking forward to Original Sin, but after one issue of that, I was done. But, you know, way over Original Sin, over Spider-Verse, over Time Runs Out. You know, I was looking forward to Axis. It looked very... Just looking at the covers, I'm like, those are my favorite X-Men. Those are the main Marvel Avengers, Spider-Man... We've got Onslaught, Villains, this is going to be, and, and the Kubert brother, one of the, Adam is going to be drawing. This is going to be awesome. And it just has been downhill from the first issue, really. Oh, it's been terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, what do you think? You like it? <laughs> oh, it's awful. Goodness. One of the things that bothers me, and you're going to say this is super, it is nitpicking, but... Wasn't wasn't uh, Valkyrie in there when they shrunk everybody? 
there were a lot of people in there that that were shrunk that right. we haven't seen since. No, but we saw Valkyrie. What did I just read that they picked her, um, and they were like, "Oh, now this is the new team." Doctor Doom made a team. Yeah. Uh, what is she? What, what what series was that? In Secret Avengers. Was it Secret Avengers? Yeah. It was okay. So Secret Avengers, and I think it was Revolutions, maybe. Maybe it was Secret Avengers. Yeah, so they made a team, and she's part of it. But I thought she wasn't there because she's smalled. Oh, you. Oh, I see what you're saying. I I was going back to the beginning of Axis when they all got shrunk by pin particles inside the Sentinels. You're saying when all the Avengers got together. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are you talking about? Well, the way that. They all, all the heroes get defeated at the beginning of Axis when they're on Genosha, is they're all hit with the Pym particles. No, I meant when Captain, the all new Captain America. I know found, what you're talking about now. Yeah. 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 So he shrunk them all, right? And yeah. put them all in prison or something? Yep. Yeah. And then she is, you know, that's not good editing. Maybe that wasn't Valkyrie. Maybe, but sure looked like her. Oh, but maybe that Valkyrie wasn't really Valkyrie, is what I'm saying. Oh boy, oh boy. No, Axis is terrible, and uh, I, you know, it's just like half the half the books are dealing with it, but then the rest were kind of gearing up for, you know, time runs out, and yet still somehow they they fit together because Captain America's old. <laughs> That's not good. And actually, hey, I'll tell you what. We're transitioning into real quick what I have been enjoying, which I did not think I would. I caught up in all the Death of Wolverine stuff. Oh, okay. So Death of Wolverine, Captain America, and Deadpool. That was pretty good. Uh, Death of Wolverine, Life After Logan. I can't remember. The one uh, Legacy. That turned out to be pretty good. Pretty good for a bunch of one-off stories about like his cast of characters. Uh, I enjoyed that. And uh, Wolverine Weapon X issues one through three so far, surprisingly have held my attention. (laughs) I'm actually interested in where they're going to go. That is surprising. Did you read any of that? I've read everything but the Captain America Deadpool issue. That That was all right. That was all right. I've got it. I just haven't read it. But I've read the others. And they've been kind of hit or miss somewhat throwaways for me yeah well i I guess that's kind of refreshing to me because it's like not super entrenched in in the continuity and i can kind of feel like oh yeah this is a kind of a one-off story the one with Sabretooth was really cool the art was really good but so you but it does leave you wondering when did this take place the Sabretooth one yeah it was it's after logan died we know that well dub (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Andy. That's in the title. But, <laughs> like, during Axis, is this after Axis, before Axis? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Is he inverted? Yep. Is he not inverted? Yeah. The Axis, I mean, the end of issue seven. Oh, Wolverine, now it's the new brotherhood or evil, whatever it was. With ah, It's just like, <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we, why are we doing this? But even the timeline is so wonky because in Uncanny Avengers, the day before Rogue and Scarlet Witch go to Genosha, 
Yeah, Wolverine's like, oh, there's something I gotta take care of. Yeah, I'll be right back or whatever. So then I guess he died then, but so then Axis happened. So no, Axis. Then... Yeah, that 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 story with with uh, Sabretooth has to happen after Axis. Yeah, so it's like way after Axis, or you know, has Axis been just a week or? Oh, I think Axis is just a little bit because the all new Captain America, the Mighty Avengers. Uh, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers definitely is pulling its way because of Axis. So it's being influenced by Axis. But the all-new Captain America by Remender doesn't look like it is. You're right. Which is good because it would be such a waste to waste that beautiful artwork. Yeah. Did you read uh, Superior Iron Man number two? I did, yeah. Are you still into it? I am. Wow. Are you? No, I'm interested in what happens with Daredevil. Hey, yeah, me too. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. I haven't read all new Captain America number two yet from last week. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm super I'm super pumped to read that. So, I thought you were kind of bummed by the first issue. I was right, but the art is fantastic. Okay. Because you're more of the story guy than the art guy. I am, but Eminem, he was, he was really good. Yeah, I'm excited about Superior Iron Man because I've never I've never been a huge Iron Man fan, and the last time they relaunched Iron Man with Greg Land, I made it halfway through the first issue. I, I couldn't finish it. So <laughs> to go through two issues of kind of like a brand new character, but not, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you too. <laughs> All right, you want to hit the highlights on the news or? Sure. All right, let's do it. Just do it. All right, uh, to, just a couple hours ago, we had Mike Coulter announced as Luke Cage for the Netflix uh, Marvel shows. I'm looking him up right now. He was in, he's in that show, <laughs> that show with Juliana Margulies, The Good Wife. He's in The Good Wife. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've not heard of him either, but he works for Luke Cage for me. Yeah, he looks like, I mean, his face definitely looks like him. Well, you you could have just gone to our Facebook page. It's already there. Oh, let me, pardon me. <laughs> so oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Luke Cage. Yeah, look at that, right there. So we've got our Dare, Daredevil just wrapped yesterday, the whole show, filming. Uh, so that's already wrapped. We've got Jewel and we've got Luke Cage, both cast. So that's some good stuff. Wait, Jewel, is that what it's called? Uh, Jessica Jones. Okay. Her right. superhero name is Jewel. Yes, yes, but I didn't know if she was going to be reprising that role. Actually, Jewel's going to be played by pop star Jewel. <laughs> that would be that, pretty good. <laughs> that, that is good. Who will save your soul? Jewel. Why don't, why don't you tell me uh, real quick, what is this about Wolverines? Is that an ongoing or is that a limited series? Uh, I believe right now. I believe it's an ongoing. Hmm. We're gonna. They haven't said how long they're gonna go, but all these ongoings are really. So many of them are just maxi series. Right. Yes. You know, Twelve yes. issues, eighteen issues. And we're still doing the point ones. I mean, come on. Oh, uh, have you heard about the Spider Man's the with Jerry Conway? No. There's gonna. He was. He was a big Spider Man guy back in the '60s, I think. Yes. Well, he's going to be doing five issues, 16. It's like Amazing Spider-Man 16.1, point two, point three, point four, and point five. Oh, uh, 
didn't he do some of those with Peter Parker, Spider Man, point one, and like didn't we have the, our last point ones had nothing to do with the the story, and we had uh, older writers come in. Mm. That is true. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> yep. But it's just I don't just that kind of junk. I hate those point. Just call it an annual or call it something else or a miniseries. But the point stuff drives me crazy. Um, Spider-Woman got a new costume. I saw that. Where did you see it? On the Facebook page just now. Oh, good job. What do you think? I like it. I like it a lot. She looks very... It reminds me of, uh, Arana. Yes. Yeah. Um, however, I think it's good for her because her costume is just, is very strange. It's not very functional. And uh, this looks like at least some of this stuff has purpose. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't like her, her normal costume. So. It, it kind of looks like she's got Pikachu on the front of her costume. I suppose. I've always thought that. Okay. Oh, you mean the original costume, not this new one. Yeah, yeah, the red and yellow one. Yeah. But I'm wondering if maybe this has to do with some movie plans. I'm looking at maybe I'm looking at uh, David Hopkins from <laughs> what he said uh, on the Facebook page. I dig it. It'll be nice to have her in a costume that doesn't make me embarrassed for the superhero genre for once. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's our friends over at Hideous Energy. Uh, Al Pacino met with Marvel about a role in an upcoming Marvel movie. I think that he would do good whenever he played. Who do you think he he should play? Al Pacino. I think that he would make a good Silvermane. That would well. That's yeah, yeah. That's Spider Man probably. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought he'd be a good Mephisto. Ooh, yes. When he was yeah. the Devil's, have you seen the Devil's Advocate? No, I I've seen the trailer. Obviously. Well, he. Yeah, I've just seen a little bit. I remember it came on in high school once, and I saw a short scene. But I was like, whoa, he plays the devil very well. (laughs) (laughs) A little too well. And some people said he could be Nightmare, Dormammu. I could see him him be Nightmare. I can't see see Marvel doing that, but I could see him playing the character. Yeah. So it'll be interesting who he becomes in the Marvel Universe. Hmm. Hmm. Also got uh, an email from the Russo brothers stating that they are going to be directing Avengers: Infinity War one and two. And those are the ones who, who what did they direct before? They have directed Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and they're also directing Captain America: Civil War. Do you think that they'll do a good job with a cosmic thing? I don't know. I think Civil War will probably be a good branch to that, like a. You know, a good medium, a good middle ground, because I think Civil War is going to have a lot more superhero-y stuff than necessarily Winter Soldier did. Sure. And I talked to uh, someone who worked on Winter Soldier with me today, who's friends with the Russo brothers, and uh, she went to the the Winter Soldier premiere, that she's, they've stayed at her house. (laughs) Really? Is this, uh, can I say who I think it is or no? Uh... Uh, probably not. You probably don't know who it is. Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know the name, but I, I like what she does. You, never mind. Go on. Okay. <laughs> go on. If, if I can't say, then that's fine. Just go on. And uh, she said that she was invited to, to start filming in Captain America Civil War with them in Atlanta in May. So that's where we're going? Atlanta in May? You and me? Well, I, I'm totally up for it. <laughs> the problem we couldn't we couldn't be in Iron Man three because it, it filmed in North Carolina is it was so weird. Their casting process said you have to prove that you're a citizen of uh, North Carolina. Tax purposes. But in Ohio, you can come from wherever you want. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know what that's about. That's probably taxes. But it wasn't like that in Ohio. Right. State taxes. Mm. So, so we'll see. We'll see. I told her to pass uh, Jennifer and I's names along, that we're happy to go and stay in Atlanta for as long as they need us. <laughs> we ain't got no kids. Sure, sure. So uh, so that was kind of cool. And and she said other stuff is coming up, but couldn't say anything. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Now, did you talk to over email or on the phone? Oh, uh, we Facebooked. Oh, uh, well, I see. Mm, so, yeah. And then also, too, you know, have you been following the Marvel Sony Spider-Man discussion? Yeah, a little bit. Dude, what Spider-Man is your man, so why don't you tell me your thoughts? My thoughts on bringing them in. Okay, so what I know, before I embarrass myself, <laughs> is that they were in talks and the speculation is bringing him in for Civil War, right? Yeah. Okay, so somebody told me, though, and I don't know if this is accurate. Hopefully you'll let me know. Is that if they do bring him in, it will be most likely a different actor? Is that true? Yes, Andrew Garfield is basically gone for the whole franchise, or for they. The... Sony's not very happy with him at all, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we never see him as Spider-Man again. Why? Why are they not happy with him? Uh, he kind of he said some things in interviews about how Sony handled the process, and they didn't care for that. And they're also trying to just pinpoint where they made a mistake, and they think he's part of it. I don't think it's him. It's not him. <laughs> I think it's he's not. a fantastic Spider-Man. Okay, all right. So I think it's. I think that he's really good. I think that it would be a, a very strange chemistry and mesh to see him with the Avengers. It, it would kind of probably be like how Remender writes... Uh, Axis, Spider-Man and Axis. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it would probably be like an over-the-top and not a good balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love that character to really look up to Captain America, um, but still have the the quirky humor uh, that Andrew Garfield portrays. Uh, obviously, it's in the script, but I think that he would think that Tony Stark is a big idiot, but still really respect him for his genius and then still kind of imitate him with how sarcastic he is and stuff like that, but still just just be very nervous around Captain America. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. But I don't think Andrew Garfield's the problem. He's not. What do you think? Oh, I, I, hope, it, I hope something happens. It's just another... It's just another step in the direction of getting the Marvel universe that you know we grew up with on screen you know uh 
they're according to what they're all saying is you know they can't wait around for Sony any longer. They can't wait for these negotiations because you know the script has to be done, filming is going to be started, sets are being made, stuff like that right. uh, for Civil War. So they're saying, uh, you know, next month there's going to be this Spider-Man summit uh, that Sony's going to have, and they're saying that Kevin Feige and some Marvel people are going to be a part of this summit. Uh, it's also being said that it's going to take place in England at the same warehouse where Avengers. Two uh, is being was was filmed, and they're doing reshoots for. Hmm. So, what I'm also hearing is that after the Spider-Man summit, the announce an announcement will be made with the joint venture between Marvel and Sony, and when that announcement is made, the cameo a Spider-Man cameo, uh, like after scenes after credits scene will appear after Civil War. Or possibly something at the end of Avengers: Age of Ultron, something like that. It would be a shame if it was after Civil War. It seems like that'd be too late. Well, but the earliest a Spider-Man movie could come, you know, they couldn't make one between. Oh, you're talking about a Marvel Spider-Man movie, like a Marvel Sony joint venture Spider-Man movie. Yes, what they want to do is it would be uh... Marvel sixty percent, Sony forty percent. And creative control and stuff like that, uh, because Kevin Feige, he you know he doesn't want Avi Arad to have anything to do with it. He wants really, this thing. Oh my gosh! Well, look at the stuff that he's changed. He's just yeah. Oh, and he's responsible for so many awful Marvel things. <laughs> um, so they're saying that then there would need to that Spider Man would appear in the Infinity sequels and. There would need to be a movie within a year after Avengers 4 that would be Spider-Man. And there would have to be one. I believe they're saying that they want one between Civil War and uh, Infinity War number one. That'd be, that'd be super sweet. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And Marvel knows how to do it. They would know what to do. Right. Right. And they would do a, a brand new story, too. They wouldn't rehash the old stuff. No, no, and that's what Marvel is saying. Like, they, there was a letter, an e, you know, the whole Sony hack that happened. Yeah. One of the emails came out with an executive from Marvel about everything that Sony did wrong. And they're like, we've seen the same thing in all these Spider-Man movies. They're, they're all basically the same, and the fifth one was just kind of the nail in the coffin. You know, the bad guy, he doesn't start off bad. He just accidentally happens to become bad, bad right, and has this... Right you know, this ridiculous vengeance that he wants towards Spider-Man and then is somehow defeated. And there's the, the, the girl, he said, it's so such a formula. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. No, what they need to do is set a status quo of Spider-Man, not fighting a villain that exists because Spider-Man exists, but thwarting some evil thing that's happening regardless of Spider-Man's existence. Then they're setting the status quo for, oh, this guy is a superhero that fights crime, not just, oh, he fights bad guys who exist because he exists. Like, that's stupid. He should hang up the tights if that's the reason. <laughs> that's a good point. They said something along the lines of that, in that they said, what, do we need to have uh, an accidental supervillain origin for every movie? Can there not just be a world where Spider-Man exists and there are bad guys? Right. Right. 
But it's oh, I, t- I totally agree. So I wasn't sure. You weren't sure what? I said Spider-Man's your guy, so I wasn't sure. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I totally agree. I let him interact in a world that is that he was thrown into. You know, and that's not necessarily how the comics produced, but that is now. And I, when stories come up that, oh, we're doing this to get back at Spider-Man, it is so tired. It's so played out. It's like he he would be better off and the whole world would be better off if he just stopped doing what he was doing. Then people would be like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not mad at him anymore. Like the best one I've ever seen about a revenge on him was uh, Paul Jenkins, the Peter Parker, Spider-Man, the thing about fusion. And it wasn't anything spectacular. The guy was just mad because his son tried to imitate Spider-Man and got himself killed. So, but he, yeah, he, that that's a good reason to purposely go after Spider-Man. But to purposely go after Spider-Man because he foiled, like he created you or or, or because he's... He stopped you one time when you were trying to do a bank heist or something like, no, just try again and do the bank heist. Like, you know, it doesn't make sense that that would be your focus. The closest I think we've come is the amazing Spider-Man. And that was, um, the lizard was trying to actually do something and turn the whole city into lizards, which was dumb, <laughs> but you know, he wasn't trying to get at Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. Anyway. That, that's all. Sweet. Well, that's the majority of the latest news. Well, that's good. Well, this is Marvel 616 Politics. Did you have anything else, sir? I do not, sir. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Of course, visit our amazing, fantastic, uncanny website, marvel616politics.com. And number three... <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at 616politics. Uh, Andy's got the jokes tonight, folks. <laughs> We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. We're on YouTube and Instagram at marvel616politics. You can also give us a call and leave us a message. We'll play it on the air. 616-755-TINA. And we are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, the best place on the internet to get all your Marvel issues at 40% off. Go there, buy things, be happy. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership, crpsavings.com, the best place on the internet to buy all of your office supply needs and anything you might need from Office Depot for some items up to 85% off. Go there, buy things, and be happy. Also go to michaelwebsolutions.com, our third sponsor. Michael Web Solutions is your one-stop shop for all of your marketing and SEO needs, michaelwebsolutions.com. And until next time, make yours Marvel 616 Politics.